It's time to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And welcome in, hour number three, Bet MGM Tonight. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, live from the BetQL studios. We're in Washington, D.C. You're at home. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're in the bathtub. Maybe you got a bath bomb going. You ever do a bath bomb, PJ? You don't even know what a bath bomb is, do you? I, I don't. No, I do. I do know what it is, but I don't do it. You should. I do. You do? I'm a big bath bomb guy. You're a big bath bomb guy? It sounds like Scott's, at least he knows what a bath bomb is. He's a bath bomb guy. Uh, he won't I, admit uh, it, though. No, no, no. I, I do it, but I don't actually, I make my own. You know, I, I think that's probably the, the childish way to put it. <laughs> you son of a... I knew it was coming. Uh, no, you know, like... Dazzle Lynn's so, a funny guy. My son, he's really... You know what's crazy? When Peach, when you have kids, uh-huh. remember this, right? Sure. Do you still have your old toys from when you were a kid? Oh, of course. Never get rid of them. Okay. Keep them. Well, you got to remember too. I had a, I have a younger brother. There's like an age, eight, and you're like 13. eight year. Yeah, yeah. You were like age just difference. a kid last yeah. summer, actually. <laughs> but so when I grew up, it was all Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, and of course the three ninjas: Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. Now my son, fast forward. I was going to say 20 years later, but man, I actually just I gra- I was in high school 20 years ago. I know this because the girls' volleyball team back home was, like, celebrating their state title tonight, and I saw 20 years ago, I was in high school. I'm old as hell. But, so, like, three decades ago, geez, I was all into the Ninja Turtles, the Ghostbusters. Now, fast forward 30 years later, that's all my son plays with are Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, and I'm buying the same crap. Like, it's newer, but it's it's just the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So, just hold on to your toys, and I'm then you don't have to on. buy Yeah, I just spent $300 on a new uh, house. Ninja Turtle house and the Ninja Turtle pizza mobile thing that shoots so out pizzas. So Nate's a big Ninja Turtle guy. Yeah, we That's just saw the new one. It's awesome. I actually give it a five out of five stars. Seth Rogen does it. How was his first day of, uh, really what was good. it, third grade? For, uh, fourth, fourth grade. Fourth grade. Wow. Yeah, we're getting old. He loves it. Now he switches classes, too. He's not in the same classroom. He goes to, like, math and science, oh, wow. leaves the room. Look at him. Take the bus to school? No, he walk. walks. I walk him. Today, nice. walked him. He forgot his lunch. Actually, we had a company meeting today, and I was actually walking uh, on the meeting because I forgot his lunch. He wanted a salami sandwich. <laughs> he likes it, though. Forgot nice. his gym shoes yesterday, but we're off to a uh, roaring start. All right, now for why the people are here. Sports. And we got all that stuff. Let's talk a little baseball. We got college football conversation coming up. We're going to take a look at some of the bigger spreads, maybe some dogs that could win outright. But let's start with some wild, wild card race, Major League Baseball. We know most of the divisions are wrapped up, right? Like the Dodgers, they're the real deal. The Braves, Mm -hmm. they're the real deal. In the American League, there's still a lot to be solved, but the wild card race is really heating up. Let's actually start in the National League. Who do you think the team... You got the Phillies, you got the Cubs, you got San Francisco, Arizona, you got Cincinnati, you got Miami. We'll get to the race here in a second. Which one of those teams do you think could actually make a run? Who do you trust the most? Is it Philly because they did it last year? Yeah, it's definitely Philly. I mean, Philly Philly for sure is the best team. We've been talking about it really all year in baseball. It's the Braves, Dodgers, and everybody else. Who would be like the third team? I, I think unquestionably it's Philly. I know the Braves have gotten red hot here. Their pitching's awesome, but like we were talking about with Johnny, you just that offense you cannot trust in October. You can't. Philly's good enough to win the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Trey Turner, you got to give Philadelphia credit, man. Those fans, ever since they gave him that standing ovation, the guys look like Trey Turner again. Bryce Harper's starting to get healthy. He's hitting homers. Got to remember too, they're doing this without Reese Hoskins, who was so important to their team last year, especially when they got in the playoffs. You do worry about the back end of the bullpen a little bit. Kimbrell's obviously not the guy he was in Atlanta, hasn't been for the last couple of years. Yeah. So that worries me. Maybe they're starting pitching a little bit as well, but they're clearly, I think, the third best team after Atlanta, 
and the Dodgers, and they they proved that they can do it last year. You know I've been on the Cubs all year. They were my pick to win the NL Central from the very beginning. I've never wavered off them. They finally get hot. They get rolling. And they're a team that's dangerous, Ryan, because it's a shame, it's a shame that Stroman isn't pitching like he used to because Justin Steele, I mean, again, yesterday, oh, so the dude just Hendricks master- was great today, too. Masterclass, right. So, I mean, they're getting good start in pitching. I've told you all year, I really like the lineup. It's a mix of young and veteran hitters. Dansby's been great. Um, you know, Ian Hass been playing well. So I uh, I think the Cubs are going to be in the playoffs as well. I think they could be an interesting team that could give some teams the issues. And then trying to find that third team? Yeah. Good luck, man. I know. I, I think it's San Francisco. That that would be my pick if I had to choose between them, Arizona, Cincinnati, and Miami. I think it would be the Giants. The Reds are just too young for me. They have too many ups and downs. Arizona, same kind of thing. It feels like both teams are a year away. And then the Marlins are starting to regress to the mean. Ryan, when they were 13 games above uh, 500, the Marlins, they had a negative run differential. Yeah. Like, they were just so good in one-run games. They were winning all these games they probably shouldn't have. Now it's starting to catch up with them. They're 66-66. and 66. They're getting ready to lose tonight again to the Rays. So, I do think it's the Giants, and I like the Giants pitching staff with Webb and Cobb and all the arms that they can throw at you. What makes the Giants interesting is is they don't do anything exceptionally well, but they're not terrible either in, like, anything, right? Right. Like, they're they're decent at hitting. They're decent at pitching. Their bullpen's decent. So they do a little bit of everything okay. Phillies are definitely the team you pick to go the furthest. The Cubs have some upside. I think they're going to be in the postseason, and then I pick the Giants as the third team. Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with you on all those. I mean, the Phillies, I've been talking about it all season. You just expected them to get hot, to make a run here, and they were beat up to start the season. Bryce obviously didn't start the season healthy, just hit his 300th career homer today. And you look at the lineup, they have the power. I don't really, like you said, the only concern would be the back half of that bullpen. Uh, I don't trust Craig Kimbrell. But that lineup, I mean, they could score with anybody. You look at the run differential, plus 73. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They're playing their best baseball. They're a good home team, 15 games above 500. So I do trust the Phillies. We saw them do it last year. And then the Cubs, I mean, I like the rotation enough. I Like you said, I wish Marcus Stroman was fully healthy because you love Steele. Kyle Hendricks has actually been pretty good. Uh, Tyone's probably the weak link. Definitely the weak link. Has an ERA over five. The bullpen's been pretty solid. What I like about the Cubs, they take walks, they get on base, and they hit with runners in scoring position. Mm. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like last night, they were 0 for 0, or two, two games ago. They didn't even have a runner in scoring position. But when they do, they actually cash in. And they're playing pretty good baseball. 7-3 and three in their last 10. I know run differential doesn't really matter, but they are plus 77. They can score runs. So, top. Phillies, Cubs, the teams I trust. But I'm with you on San Francisco because they do have the pitching. They're not the flashy team. But this is San Francisco every year, really. I mean, they had a couple years where they missed out on the postseason. I know guys like Buster Posey are gone. But remember like a couple years ago they won over 100 games and they won that division? And then Buster Posey just retired the next year. They're well-managed, which is funny to say because wasn't Gabe Kapler on the hot seat like after the second month of the season they were talking about maybe him getting fired I kind of wanted to see it because I would love for him to be my manager uh, over David Ross but it's those three things those three teams because Arizona uh, they are playing a little bit better they're seven and three in their last ten I thought they were going to fade away I just think they're a year away they're a really fun team they're just in such a tough division obviously Cincinnati too young Miami I thought for Miami they really had to get off to a nice start after the All-Star break, Agreed. and instead they finished... Or they, they got started swept three by the seven. Orioles, yeah. yeah, and they yeah. couldn't win a game. And then the Padres, like, you just, you just look at that team. They're seven and a half back, even in the wild card, ten games below five hundred. You just keep waiting for them to it get hot. It doesn't But make they're sense. three and seven in their last ten. 
Run differential plus 54. That lineup's absolutely loaded. They have Blake Snell having, I mean, one of his better years, but yeah, I just, they, they can't get right. There's a lot of dysfunction. They're dead. Let's go over to the American League. Tampa, five and a half game lead. Uh, two back in the division right next to Baltimore. You have Houston, a half game out, and then it's the Rangers. You got the Blue Jays, three back. Boston, seven back. The Yankees, 11 back. That's kind of where I draw the line right there. What do you think ends up happening in the American League? I mean, after the Astros sweep the Red Sox, I think that kind of stuck a fork in Boston. And as you were saying, like, we were all waiting for kind of the Phillies to get hot. I think we were kind of all waiting for Boston to fade a little bit, right? Like, the team, I mean, their lineup's awesome, but they just have no pitching. And you were waiting for that to catch up. It finally did. They're seven games back at Texas, so it looks like they're done it's just crazy that Toronto's three games back, isn't it? Like, but it's all because of Seattle and how red hot they've been. Seattle went yeah. twenty-one and six in the month of August. Like, that's how you get yourself into the postseason, right there. Toronto's just been kind of stuck in neutral, like all season, Ryan. You know, they've kind of like always been in this spot where they're like ten games over five hundred, twelve games over five hundred. Their problem is that they have the Orioles and the Rays in their division, and then they also have the three teams in the AL West. So if Toronto was playing in the NL, you know, they'd be chilling. They'd have no problem. They'd be in a wild card spot, but that's life in the American League. Toronto is the team that I kept saying all year, you know, when you were looking for value in the AL East, it was always everybody's looking at the Orioles, everybody's looking at the Rays, and it's kind of like, don't forget about Tampa. It's kind of how the AL West has turned out, where we all thought it was going to be between Houston and Texas, and Seattle came out of nowhere that's what I thought the AL East would be with the Blue Jays and it just never ended up happening Ryan I gotta tell you too the more and more I watch him play I just don't like him on paper like they should be really really good right Gosman's a Cy Young candidate Berrios is pretty solid Kikuchi's having a nice year for him that lineup with Bichette and Springer and Vladdy and Belt and I mean they're they're loaded but you just watch him play. John Snyder is not a good manager. It just it doesn't fit, man. And I think that's so important in baseball. You know, like on paper, I don't really think the Orioles are as talented as Toronto is, but they just mesh so well, and they just play such an exciting brand of baseball. They're such so close in that clubhouse. I just don't get that vibe from Toronto. So I think the way the playoffs are currently constructed is how it's going to be. It's just a matter of who's going to win these the, these divisions in the AL East and the AL West, and uh, it's obviously huge, Ryan. I yeah. mean, because, right, whoever wins the division in those two is going to go straight to the ALDS. Whoever doesn't has to play in the wild card round. So, man, I mean, it looks like Tampa's going to win. The Orioles are only going to be a game and a half back. It's just so annoying. I thought with all the Wander Franco stuff, McClanahan being done, I thought the Rays... Stick a fork in them. I should have known better. This team, they it's won't die. Just, it's unreal how good their organization is. Yeah. Like, truly. We talked about the Spurs for all those years with Popovich. We've talked about the Cardinals. We talked about the Patriots and the Belichick-Brady dynasty. What Tampa Bay has done over the last decade is not getting talked about enough. Especially the division that they play in with the Red Sox, the Yankees, how they spend money every offseason. The Rays just play money ball year after year after year. They find all these pitchers all these hitters that oh, yeah. produce for it's it's truly it's incredible and yeah. I think everybody who isn't a Rays fan is envious of them. Oh yeah, I mean you're jealous and I, I, I'm with you. I think they get in. I'm gonna go with the Astros get in. So I think we get the Rays, the Astros. Yeah, I just I keep waiting for the Blue Jays to make a run. But I, but then I don't know. Like what if the Rangers end up winning that division? I, I I guess I think I would go with all three of those teams getting in. National League, I'll go with the Phillies and uh, I'll stick with the Cubs. But I won't be shocked if the Giants sneak in. I think the bet to make though right now is 
And the number's gone. I mean, we were talking about Toronto and Seattle were the two teams that I was looking at in the American League all season long as far as, like, value once we got past the All-Star break. But the Mariners now down to 11-1 to to win the World Series, plus 550 to win the pennant in the AL. It's crazy because they traded away their closer at the deadline. Remember, they were only four games, I believe, above 500. It looked like they were just going to sell. You go back to July 25th, they were in fourth place in the AL West, and they were eight and a half games out of first. They were 10th out of... 15 total teams in the American League and they just look like they were going to mail it in and now all of a sudden they have the best pitching staff in all of baseball the only concern maybe injuries J-Rod's going to miss his second straight start tonight or did right. miss his second straight start he wasn't in the lineup but uh, I like Seattle a lot I think that's the bet to make right now this is what you do in baseball you look at the hottest team you look at the team with the best pitching and that's what they have right now. And they got Agreed. a great lineup, obviously. Agreed. Seattle will be my pick to come out of the American League. I agree with you. It's tough to bet against Houston, but I think Seattle learned a lot from that series against the Astros last year. I think it's going to make them better. We both agree. We like them to win that division, which means they're going to go to the ALDS, which is huge. So I like Seattle, man. Julio's getting red hot at the right time. J.P. Crawford's been awesome for him. It does feel like that lineup is missing a hitter or so. But again, like you said, that pitching is so strong that yeah. I think they'll be fine. You know what's funny? You look at the American League, though, right? And it's the Astros 8-1 to to win the World Series. It's the O's 9-1. to It's the Rangers 10-1. to The Mariners 11-1. to The Rays 11-1. to And then you look at the drop-off in the National League. It's the Braves plus 320. <laughs> it's the Dodgers plus 425. Then you have to scroll all the way down to where you find the Phillies 18-1. to So if insane. you're betting a team in the National League, like you got to go Phillies. 100%. The Brewers have a three-game, now a two-game, no, three-game lead in the NL Central. They're 30-1. to The Cubs are still forty to one, not quite the one hundred and fifty to one price that you got. And then the Giants are sixty to one. That's just crazy. The the American League, I mean, there's so much parity. And then in the National League, it's like, is it the Braves or is it the Dodgers? And they're the two favorites. Do you think the Braves or Dodgers are going to the World Series? I do. Like usually I would take the field. I just can't make the case. Maybe the Phillies get hot again, but they did it last year. Yeah. As a Cubs fan, I just don't see it happening. And I would almost kind of be mad if it did happen because 2016, I watched all 162 games, every single game, and I was all in. This year, like midway through June, I gave up on them. Then I was back in July. I've been all over with this team. So, I mean, you you, you want your team to win every year, but I want it to be a special season when they go back to the World Series. Yeah. And this has not been a special season. I was calling for the head of David Ross literally a week ago. Actually, like three three hours ago. <laughs> I mean, the Braves are 40 games over 500. Like they, are, I would take the Dodgers, though. I think fantastic. this might be the Dodgers' year, and especially because all offseason, I was like, this is not a great Dodgers team. That's It'll be the a thing, good right? Dodgers team, That's but they're the not thing. flashy. And then this would be the, the one that wins the World Series. I keep asking this. To, I keep asking Nick, if the Dodgers won the World Series, they're the Dodgers, they're a big market team, it's all about making money and selling tickets anyway, and you want to win every year. But if they won the World Series, do you think they'd still go all in for Otani? Yeah, yeah I do, too. I That's do. crazy, I just get it, just get even better. All right, we'll take a quick break. We're going to take a look at Week One college football. Let's give the people some value, Peach. Bet MGM tonight. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasses.